Welcome to DC On Screen. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my co-host, Jason. Hello! And today we are going to be traversing into dark waters. Getting super spoilery on Arrow 409, the fall finale. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum, dum. So, what's happening? <laughs> I've had little, little Drummer Boy stuck in my head for days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's just get out, get that out of the way. Are, what do you think? Do you, do you think, do you think Felicity's in the grave? Um, she said it herself earlier in, I think this episode, unless you see a body, it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong, like watching the scene, which by the way, is I think probably the best scene Arrow's ever pulled off. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I like, I can't actually recall anything in, in the series so far that, that was as well done. Um, and I, you know, I didn't know exactly how it was going to play, but you know, you're watching it, you you kind of see where it's going a little bit. And I have to admit, by the time the that limousine stopped in the middle of the road, I I took a second and realized that my heart rate had sped up like significantly. I I was actively worried, um, which is just you know, good job, show. Fuck, you actually sped up my heart rate. Yeah, they, that was a really good scene. Yeah, it really was. Um, but it's it's right there on the fence, and you know, with with the ad- additional information of the promo next week, it sounds like a giant red uh, herring. It does. It does seem like a giant red herring. And I, like, uh, I would be so much happier with it if there was no promo, because as is, even if it is a red herring, without the promo that happens like a minute later in real time, you know, mm-hmm. you've got months to sit there and speculate and like think about your feelings for Felicity and whatever. Right. Um, which are grand and deep. Yeah. Um, no, oh, um, Matthew Ryan Cronin, uh, <laughs> something to us on Facebook about this. He says, uh, um, halfway through the, uh, tonight's arrow episode, they're really playing at the Felicity Jewish thing. Gotta be right. mis- misdirect. Right. Or they'll turn the camera to an OTS shot and show all the Jewish burial things all he's looking at. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Like we didn't see the other side of it and yeah, he had a, he had a good point. For all we know, we turn to the other side of that, and there is the uh, the traditional. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say rocks. I don't. I'm, there's got to be a better term, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, God, it was it was really well done. Uh, I, like I said, I, I wish the the promo hadn't been there to kind of spoil it because the promo all it it shows that she's still alive mm-hmm. going into surgery, and then it it basically pulls the same fucking trick you did a few weeks ago. You you pull mm-hmm. up the the same speech. I mean, it's the same audio. Fuck, they didn't even redo it yeah same exact yeah. speech same exact grave scene and then the same exact mislead about felicity being dead mm-hmm. that's not that's not cool now was it me or did they just did they keep teasing us they had misdirects and red herrings all through the episode with everyone pretty mm-hmm. much almost getting killed like getting mm-hmm. really close to getting killed like for a second they sh- they went back to quentin uh and mama smoke and i was really feeling good about our predictions yeah and how much did you love Felicity's reaction to Lance and Mama Smoke? <laughs> I actually more I liked Quentin's reaction to her reaction. Just okay. Yep. Just walks away. He's right. You can't do anything to help this dude. Just go get a drink, or I guess not. Go get a club soda in your case. Mm-hmm. Oh, ah, Merlin, Merlin. This episode, like, I had, I had my minions look into blah blah blah. And Thea's like, you love having minions. <laughs> <laughs> And two things I noted out of that conversation. One, who the fuck wouldn't like having minions? It, right? That's, come on, that's cool. And two, Merlin's scared. 
Mm-hmm. He's actually scared. I like that. I did love that he said, uh, excellent, you've got your bondage suit on. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty fun. And that some part great. of me was like, dude, don't say that in front of her dad, you fucking cock. <laughs> oh, man. I really, I liked their debate, though. The Laura Quentin debate. Mm-hmm. I liked their scene. That was, um, that scene alone was probably more, I, I probably liked those two characters more in that scene than I have in a very long time. Yeah, I mean, I've been liking Laurel a lot more lately. I, have. I really have. Uh, I have. They've finally gotten her into, like, she's not struggling to be a strong character anymore. She's just assumed the position of being a strong character. And it's right. It's that's seeping into the writing somewhat. So now you're actually getting she, to see her do things because she fucking thinks it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that will, like, just pretending that, just saying, okay, well, she's a strong character with nothing to do. Hopefully that will, like push into her actually having something to do on a normal basis without, you know, ah, 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 I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tough line to walk. You got, they, they've already oh, I was just started an open letter to the producers and writers right then. It's like, <laughs> you guys have already screwed her over so much. It's hard for me to really, <sighs> gosh. But yeah, she's not terrible right now. So I'll tell you what was terrible yeah. though—that CGI Oliver and Shark. <laughs> was oh bad. yeah, that was really bad. That was bad. That didn't Just even look like a bad. <laughs> that I'm was not sure that like anyone on that staff knows how sharks work. That was like some mid '90s Ocean Girl in Australia shit. It was bad. That was bad. Oh. <sighs> Yeah. And then we didn't even get to see the shark bite Ollie. We no. He's just like, oh. like, And that's where you got those scars, fans. Right? Oh, come on, man. Anyway. Like, he's never talked about... Who in, who in their right or wrong fucking mind? Who on earth could resist telling people at every possible opportunity, I was bitten by a shark? <laughs> if, if I won a one-on-one, like, cage match with a fucking shark, that's all I would ever talk about. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm sure Oliver's a better person than me, but still, I can't be the minority here. Mm, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, well maybe you I mean, are the you minority. Know, yeah. Maybe if yeah. if you had to, if you were forced to, uh, I don't know, go and, and perform a number of of uh, misdeeds on an island somewhere, you might not bring up the shark. <laughs> you, would you just like forget about it within the canon of of terrible and badass things you accomplished on that island? I mean, you might. I mean, you you know, because that they it's like, oh, I got bitten by a shark. How'd you get bitten by a shark? Well, I, I was in the ocean. Yeah, Why? someone taught me free diving in an hour, and I kind of uh, well, they didn't well, teach me about sharks within the hours. So. I mean, why were but you I that deep? tropical waters uh, and a bay area? Well, I mean, this Russian chick. I had to take her to the. Well, why? <sighs> Suddenly, like, there was somebody on the island with you. Damn it. <laughs> it just gets real deep real quick alright uh, that's that's maybe a good reason like he his going story for the rest of uh, for most of Star City at least is well I was there alone the entire time mm-hmm. so I guess he can't walk around picking up girls going like hey you know I fell a shark <laughs> right oh man Although, I mean I guess that someone has to know that a bunch of weird shit happened on the island I mean yeah uh, Especially that shark. I um they pulled out one one line. I I really did like Quentin more this episode, uh, uh-huh. more than I have in a while. But they did they did one thing that I I wish it was just off the table 
they pulled out that freaking my baby girl line again. Uh-huh. And every time they say my baby girl, it like sets me back. I mean, if it's if it's a rating system, I'm watching Quentin, I'm liking him more and more. Like if it's points based, you know, he starts at forty and by the end of this scene I'm like seventy, eighty, oh man, he's at eighty five points. And then he says my baby girl again. I'm like, okay, cool, forty five. Right. I'm just I'm tired of that line, I'm tired of that angle. I, I thought we'd addressed that several times this season. Oliver did the yep. best job of addressing it when he's just yelling at him in his apartment. Mm-hmm. It, it just needs to be dropped outright. Done. Yeah. They, they, they should retcon the show. He's not their father. <laughs> um, he's Quentin McQueen. There you go. It's like Oliver's <laughs> uncle. Right. <laughs> I can deal with that. His, his honorary drunk uncle. Right. <laughs> Yeah, like Oliver Queen would have like a drunk uncle that slipped him Smirnoff at thirteen. Yeah, um, Smirnoff eyes, mind you, not ready for real Smirnoff yet. Smirnoff. And I also really like that, like uh, uh, again, like I like that Merlin is afraid a little bit. Uh, gives me some gravity. Mm. Gives me a way to like judge everybody else. And in particular, he says he can't afford to pit in the league against Hive. Yeah, gives me a really clear picture of the hierarchy on uh, which organizations really got more more behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the the yeah, that was a frightening statement. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, really? Okay. And I, isn't it like right before it is it that scene right before where like he walks into the room and Quentin pulls a gun and he just like effortless effortlessly takes him down and hands him his gun back? Yeah, absolutely. That totally happened. Yeah. Um I, like, I liked it, I do. Can 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 we talk about Damien Dark? Oh, please. Oh, Okay, first of all, did you when when he shows up at the whatever it was the the when uh, at the fundraiser thing? Yeah, it was like a fundraising holiday party. I thought when he looks at Alex, he acts like he recognizes Alex. Hmm. Like he kind of does a double take and then doesn't say anything. Um, so there's that. Hmm. Um, I'm I'm, I'm I have stuff. I'm I'm gonna go back and watch that now. Or hopefully I'll see it. I just liked his his entrance is phenomenal. It's the yeah. Darth Vader style entrance. His intry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what it is. I think he's looking at Thea. Oh, is he? I think he's looking at Thea when that happens. Because uh, when they shoot back to the the uh, profile shot with Thea and Alex in the background, Thea is the one who like sinks her eyes down. That would make more sense if he was looking at her. I just want I want Alex to be someone bad. Yeah, they already did that with the DJ last time. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I'd rather him just be a dude, because at this point, she's been with a guy, and he ended up being a hero. She's been with a guy, and he ended up being a a, a ridiculous assassin, and then why not just, you know, if if you insist on her being with somebody every damn time, just let it be a regular dude now. I mean, well, you've seen her. She's not going to be without a dude, man. Somehow. I I don't understand. And by the way, she's doing a great job as the campaign manager. They sure. they found a really good spot for her. Like this is what she did really well. She managed uh, managed hype, a bar, you know, to to do the night, and that's a big deal with med- managing a nightclub, as far as yeah. I've ever seen. Is like you you're managing expectations and hype. The actual product isn't nearly as important as what people think about the product. Yeah. Um. So I <laughs> I've lost my track. What was I talking about? We'll find oh. it again. Oh yeah, uh, Damien. <laughs> he tells Oliver. I think if you replay our conversation in your mind, you'll find that any deal we had was implied. And also, bad guy. Remember? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I like that. 
He's God. He's so much fun. He's just entertaining as all hell. And you know his lair, like whatever the hell it is that he hangs out, like this weird lighted warehouse thing. Mm-hmm. He looks great in there, and it's because like it, the guy, Neil McDonough has these like electric blue eyes, and they they match him with his lighting. So they've got this, they've got white and blue lighting in the background of him always. So it just mm-hmm. shines off his hair and eyes. It like it makes him look like he fills the room. Yeah, it's wonderful set design. And lighting design. I'm pretty sure there's another couple designs that should go in there too. But they do a fucking great job with like setting up how he presents himself. And that's, I mean, I know it's because he's doing a good job, but it, part of it's because they've built, I swear, they built the set around this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we finally so, made, uh, we finally met like uh, uh, Mr. Terrific's uh, showy husband. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. That was cute. I like that yeah. Felicity is the one that made that weird. It made all the sense in the world. <laughs> it was. That guy so, you felt so bad for because he like was out of vacation and then he thought his husband was jobless and all this stuff. Like, I understood. You felt bad for him. I did too. Yeah. I um. <laughs> I like how they were. Uh, what did he say? Like, oh, that was the tip off. That was it. Um, he's describing like how he proposed. Um, he's like, no, we didn't just like put it in a souffle like straight people. No, we we went diving and I enjoyed that. Yeah, I did like that. That was good. It was good framing, too, because you got, like, Oliver di- diving the entire episode, and it's just enough. It's Felicity. She doesn't need much. She just needs a, a kernel of information, and she can extrapolate a proposal, apparently. And their little proposal discussion was cute as all hell. Like, when he finally admits to, like, okay, yeah, I was going to propose, she kind of has this, there's, like, this little whimper of joy. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I was right. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered, though, when, uh, earlier, when she's, like, undoing the, uh, she's undoing the Christmas lights and everything and finds the, the ring. Right. I, I don't know. I have no context. I wonder if that's a thing that people really do. Like, you find the ring and you actually do start, like, squealing with the other people around. Yeah. I don't... I, I mean, I've never was, done Was it. she really squealing or was her mom just Her mom squealing? was doing the squealing. Definitely her mom. But there was a lot of, uh... There was a lot... A little bit of jumping jumping for joy kind of thing. I guess mm-hmm. it's an excitable moment. I just never understood if it's a real one. But am I to understand that sure Oliver... Like, hid the ring in the box of Hanukkah lights. Like, the one thing that he wouldn't possibly ever need. Uh, is he really that oblivious? Right. Uh, Oliver, did you really think you were going to be the one that remembered to pull down the Hanukkah lights before anybody else? Well, I think Felicity, Felicity said that she found it in a box of Christmas decorations. Well, then you have a fighting chance, but come on, man. Yeah. Do you have a safety Especially deposit like, box somewhere? Shit. We're, we're getting kind of close to, to that time of year. Maybe I should... Nah, she will, she'll never go in there. Right. <laughs> no, I'll put the lights up next week. There's no way they decided to go put them up without me. Hmm. Yeah. So, I'm, there's this crazy rumor going around. It's a theory more than anything, and I thought I'd address it. Um, because of Damien Dark using the, um, the algae stuff like from the bay... There's this idea mm-hmm. that they're bringing in Mr. Bloom from Batman, from the Batman comics, into Arrow. Mr. Blue. Bloom. Mr. Because Blue. he kept referring to the Bloom, the algae Bloom. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Bloom is, well, see, I'll, I'll just read what it says here on the character wiki. Um, let's see. He provides his seeds to a select few acting as implants that once rooted inside the body will grant their host extraordinary superpowers at the cost of their lives. Kind of sounds ghostish. Um, a little bit. 
He was created by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo and is described as representing the weeds and cracks that keep sprouting in society between different groups based on dissatisfaction with the status quo. Anyone with the right motivation could become Mr. Bloom. Hmm. So, I mean, uh, his powers are adaptive, agility, uh, berserker strength, claws, and shapeshifter. Um, but yeah, there seemed to be, there seems to be an idea that he could, uh, they could be, I don't know, causing like a spore situation <laughs> and bringing about Mr. Bloom somehow. Uh, I don't know. Does that not just seem it's like just... a little bit too much going on though right now? Nah. You've already got dark. Well, that's set, that would be setting up something for season five. Oh, okay. Yeah, if we're just going to pitch it for next season, then yeah, it's fitting great. Like, right now, it seems, right. like, for the back half of the season, it seems like a lot. Well, sure. I mean, I don't think they'll, if they do it, I don't think, uh, I don't think it'll be right the hell now. So what do you think, what do you think uh, he's doing with this underground corn and air shit? Like, what is... <laughs> no idea. I, I, I really don't have a fucking clue. I, there seems to be a cornfield and a plan. Yeah. That's that's the extent of what I understood about that. Right? I, I just it's like okay, so you got air down somewhere. Okay, and there's corn. All right. Was I, that supposed I mean, to mean something? I, I, are baseball players going to come out of the other side of it? I mean, he wants to tear down Star City, but obviously he intends for someone to live. Like someone's going to thrive. I mean, somehow it's like below the city, and they're calling it Phase Four. But what the hell? I mean, I don't, I, know. I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. That is obviously going to feature more... in at least the at least the first couple episodes. It'll probably feature like what the hell they're up to. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll either be the next phase and what is on ongoing plan, or that's his end game and somehow Cornfield's involved. I I, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, here here's my hope for for the end of of of, of the season. It felt like a lot more of a raised kind of plan though, didn't it? Like we're going to raise the city and just grow crops. <laughs> <laughs> Damien Dark's an agricultural villain. Right? <laughs> it's like, the government took my daddy's land. I, I mean... What? Rage is, in a lot of forms, Rage is an environmental terrorist. Like, they didn't really take a lot right. of advantage of that. We're going to just transfer that to Dark, I guess. Right. They're just like, they're finally just like, well, what's happening? Well, I... I started dealing with magic in 1975 when the government actually started paying my dad not to grow his crops. Right. I, wait, what? <laughs> Long story. My short. long-term plan the entire time. Just look up subsidies, uh, and we'll we'll continue the garbage. <laughs> my 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 uh, my big hope for the end of the season is um, that that uh, Green Arrow and crew find this underground bunker and is taken down very quickly by by the ghost. And uh, so, uh, Flash, Kid Flash, Hot Pursuit, complete with the cosmic motorcycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They all come in and stop Damien Dark. <laughs> and yeah. the arrow is canceled. No, um... Summarily. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you know, I think he called it, like, Project Genesis or something. It, it, yeah, he did. He did. He's got a plan, but I, I'm trying to understand why it's necessarily a bad plan. It just looks like he wanted to scare everyone into moving out of the city so that he could grow a bunch of corn. I mean... Unless his like truly villainous plan is diabetes through high fructose corn syrup, I don't really know what is so villainous yeah. about that. Yeah, that's some like that's some middle America villainy right there, man. Right? That's <laughs> like the it's evil like, Pa Kent. So <laughs> Look out, Kansas. 
<laughs> he has an evil scheme involving cornflakes. Right. <laughs> He's got General Mills at his back. You know it's getting real now. Right. The last person to go up against him in the fall was Cream of Wheat. <laughs> his sidekick, Porridge. <laughs> and now I just see Porridge from Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Little little midget character. Is it was he something? I don't know. Is that is that the proper terminology now? I guess not. I forget. Little person? I don't I don't uh, I, I Is that track. the one now? I've honestly lost yeah. track of that. I'm almost Yeah. I think I'd put my money there, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and dude, like no forgiveness, Ollie. Um this is another one of those like just damn it, Guggenheim, you you, you didn't understand. <laughs> we, it's not that we were like, oh my god, Oliver's not killing people. Great. It was that was, there was a good reason he wasn't killing people anymore, and we liked that. Now, when, mm-hmm. for instance, you have Felicity, Diggle, Thea, all missing, yeah, I'd kill people if I were him. Sure, sure. But, I mean, it, talking about your brother, as far as you're really concerned at this point, your brother, your your soon-to-be fiancé, you're hoping, and your sister, like the only part of your family you have left, what wouldn't you do? And who could blame you? Um... Like that, I wasn't watching this episode and thinking, oh, he's regressed. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, cool. Because that's entirely what a character should actually do if he's a real actor. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have a question. Huh. Um, and I lost it. Well, then I've wow. answered well. That is crazy. I answered you so well it retconned your fucking question. That's what happened. I guess so. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I totally had a question. I don't, I don't know what that was now. That's kind of amazing. Ollie, Guggenheim, bad writing, real actors, motivations, something about a gas chamber. <laughs> Just kind of working backwards here. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't Honest, know uh, honestly, the gas chamber scene, uh, that was good stuff. That was good stuff. It's, it, and actually, I didn't know, even within the context of the show, Like I didn't know Black Canary had enough skills under her belt yet to rescue the entire team single-handedly, but so help me she does, and good damn job. Mm-hmm. Yes, whatever. Oh yeah, I remember what my question was. Yay! Are are you with me in the in that you were just completely completely bored with Diggle and his brother? Oh, this was the last episode where it can sit where he can be in a cage, and I still give a half a damn. I did like the line about um, when he hands him the photos. Uh, a real man would ask for these photos by now. I thought that was good. Yeah, but brainwashed Andy. You know something needs to really happen with that soon because. Yeah, I don't care. I did really dig that um they said that even Lawton didn't know that his rounds were fake. Like they they tricked Deadshot, man. Yeah, that's I enjoyed that. I'm still not sure what they're going to do with that. I I they just need to do something with it. He can't sit in a cage any longer. And he's got to stop being such a dick. <laughs> I'm just tired of him being a dick. Yeah. And you know, John's not exactly massaging his ego here. He's they're just being asshole yeah. brothers to each other. Yeah, and you know, I well, man. I mean, there are a few things on the show that need to stop. And are you are you with me on the fact that I, I kind of think you know Ollie's running for mayor? Mm-hmm. Maybe get rid of the neck beard. <laughs> no, you you get a look, you keep a look. Period. <laughs> I mean, you know, I enjoy a good beard, but he just always looks it's like not, he just hasn't like shaven a, in a couple days. Well, yeah, but. It's not like an Andrew Luck kind of neck beard or something. It's just, I don't know, it's just overgrown facial hair that he doesn't bother uh, trimming very much. That's actually, it's my favorite way to wear my face, personally, is about the way he does. So, um, 
yeah, I'm I'm not judging him. But you didn't do that until you started watching this show. That is wrong. <laughs> I had I kept having jobs that required me to shave. <laughs> That's not wrong. It just happens to be, you know, no, through, happens uh, to be the truth. Uh, for for the majority of college, I just would forget to shave for weeks at a time. It's it's correlation, not causation. And then punish the poor <laughs> razor. Right. Uh you you got anything else on this episode? Yeah, I mean, um, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I mean, pretty good episode, honestly. It was. Uh, and like I said, it, uh, we always like the Flash more, but for this one shining moment at the very end here, Arrow was a better show. Right until that promo happened, but yeah, um, yeah, digging where they're going though, at least. Um, and you know, I, I don't know how they're going to sneak. I, by the way, you know, Roy Harper is coming back in I do. a few yeah. episodes. I don't really know how, mm. and I'm not sure that He's was planned. So. And God, please don't make it be like a Thea Love Triangle thing. I don't give a fuck. Just, I sincerely hope it's not. Just don't care. And why should Roy? Like, if Roy comes back and she's dating Alex, it, his reaction should be basically, well, cool, good for you. Nice to meet you, Alex. That That's the appropriate thing to do. You just ran off, man. Twice. He didn't just run off. Well, he wanted her to go with him. Mm, he ditched her. Ditched her and left a note. <laughs> that's true. Never mind. I was thinking of something else. The other no, time. No, wait. It was a better show I was thinking of. Never mind. <laughs> I'm excited to have him back, though. Whatever capacity it is. I, I just don't want it to be a love triangle. That's it. And, I mean, yeah, I don't know who's going to end up being in the grave yet. Uh, the, the producers admitted they didn't know who's in the grave. Um, I still feel pretty damn good that it's not Felicity. I just What I was bothered by was it seemed like this was still the best idea they had right now, was to mm-hmm. just keep running that piece of track. And I, it wasn't. I mean... The uh, the lead-in on the first episode, going from the ring and all that happiness straight to the grave, that was so clearly, clearly directing you that way that there's no way a good writer would possibly give you that later. Mm-hmm. It's, you can't, I mean, audience has, audiences have more, uh, I don't know, evolved expectations these days. We're not the they only do. two assholes thinking, oh, come on, that's got to be a mislead. <laughs> So if you actually end up doing like if God forbid at the all, at the end of all this she actually does die when when we come back like that is a giant fuck you to us that we oh, didn't yeah. see that coming to that that you kind of phoned it in that you decided at the last minute that you know we are going to make it Felicity I'm going to go ahead and grow a pair and make it Felicity you didn't earn it if you did and I might well, I might have given you credit if you didn't have the the promo but yeah. The problem is, though, is like it's just like season mature. three. Like you know, the the break at season three was Oliver gets stabbed and pushed off a cliff. Well, the titular character is not going to die. Period. Right. Um, I think the problem you're kind of sinking into here, though, is that like yeah, they can they can give us that foreshadowing and decide that it does her, and they have earned it because just you know if you can kill off a character and not earn it, like sometimes it's there because in real life you don't get you lose someone you love and there's nothing earned about it there's nothing my favorite version of that ever uh well in current memory my favorite version of that is on dollhouse and the epilogue episodes the guy that's been there from episode one the major spoilers for dollhouse yeah sorry (laughs) sorry the earmuffs give me 10 seconds the major lead character just dies suddenly and then she has a giant monologue about he just died he's just gone i never get to say goodbye i never get to do all this blah 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 and it that but that was a real thing he's just one shot he's done mm-hmm. the show didn't tell you it was coming it just happened and then you get to see people react to it that's yeah. fine um 
So, I mean, but, you know, if you're like, well, a good rider would, there's no way a good rider would actually kill Felicity after, you know, giving us that foreshadowing because that's a, that should, should be a misdirect. Well, okay. Look, if Except this was a... Just getting into, like, well, what, you know... People talk about, think like, broadcasting be this hand, the punch. So... That's what that is. Like, they, they absolutely told me where the punch was coming from. Like, reared the right arm back so hard that there's no way I couldn't have known. Mm-hmm. I mean, that should be a feint. That right arm should be a trick while I jab with the left. Well, at some point, it's got to reverse. It's got to be like, well, we showed you this so hard, you think it's going to be a red herring, but no, it actually was the, the correct foreshadowing. That's I know, and... Boom. I would have I slightly respected it without the, again, without the promo, if they had just dropped yeah. Felicity this episode, and we come back, and we're seeing the grave scene, and it's actually a funeral and everything. I'd have to give it to them. Yeah, that'd be a no. Fuck you. We did it anyway. You're gonna have to deal with it, and then you you keep writing a good show at that point. And me and you were solid. Mm-hmm. This though, this is wishy washy. <laughs> this is why I shouldn't write for Arrow. <laughs> but like almost directly after um, the show was over, I just thought like, man, they should just cut to the grave and like. He's standing there, and like Laurel walks up, and they start making out, and then it pans around. And it is Felicity's grave. <laughs> no, you that would that would make so many people angry. <laughs> you no, you shouldn't write for air right now. Apparently, myself included, I would be so angry with that. <laughs> but it would be a fuck you. No one thought we'd do it. Right, I'm doing it anyway. Didn't see this coming. And then they pull like they pull the camera a little bit, and Ray's just watching him from a background, and he's back too right. now. <laughs> right? Oh man, that would be so terrible. I'm still. Thing. I, I just. I'm still not sure what they're going to do. And they've still got to put someone in that tombstone. They have to. It, yeah. It, the you showed me the gun. You got to pull the trigger. So now they've kind of they've. It feels like they've lost some of their lead up because. Through the whole first part of the season, everyone was wondering that. And now we've seen something like that. And if it's going to be a false, uh, if it's going to be a mislead again, mm-hmm. well, now you've got to build up steam to getting somebody else in that tombstone. Absolutely. It's getting it's, weird, guys. Uh, it's getting they've, weird. they've written themselves into a pickle. They've written themselves into a fucking coffin. <laughs> a coffin could be a pickle, too. <laughs> it's a pickled coffin, for all I get <laughs> Coffin made of picklewood. Picklewood? Oh. Why not? Why not? What is this pickle wood of which you speak? I have no idea. You made that up? Sure. Makes as much sense as, like, making a mask out of a coffin. But, you know, we've still got Sionis, so whatever. <laughs> I feel so lied to. So violated. You've survived much worse from me. I was really hoping there was a thing called pickle wood. No, it just sounds like a really dirty joke. Right? I would, I would buy a trunk made of pickle wood mm-hmm. to house my flippers and bat wieners. There you go. <laughs> That's for you, Chris. That's for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if you watch it. It listens to the Arrow episodes. <laughs> no idea. I think I'm going to call it. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. And we're going to, and like we explained on The Flash, we're going to be out for a little while on specifically the Arrowverse. Yeah. Just a well, minute. I mean, Just, you know, yeah. while they're gone. They're not airing episodes. Can't work, can't very well do reviews and recaps on episodes that don't exist. Except that Constantine we did. By the way, you've got time. Go back. Right. Um, we might we might come up with some fun stuff to do, but ah, we're not yeah, we're I mean, not pushing it. Yeah, for the for the interim, all we knew was uh, 
to date, we just we're gonna get Matt on. We're gonna get Matt Carroll on from MCU to do the uh, Gotham defense. We're gonna yeah. We've got one more Supergirl left, and then um, really until like we get we get Arrow back on January twentieth. Um, mm-hmm. So really, pretty much until then, we're just it's just us in the news. Yeah, we'll be coming back mostly every week. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Like slow. I said, like, yeah, yeah, it does. It's a little it, slow. It, it, Pete, even executives take some time during Christmas. So we'll see how much news prevails. Yeah, they have virgins to sacrifice in this right. uh, holiest of holidays. <laughs> Goats to so. slaughter. Uh, shit. <laughs> Tea leaves to read. Fandoms to dismantle. Right. But uh, until next time, I think we're actually are going to come back with a news episode on Monday. So until next time, uh, keep some DC on your screen. Go rate us on iTunes because we 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 need it so bad. We need that. All all the algorithms uh, and their their magical formulas dictate that we need those ratings and those reviews. We we we're learning this now. It's it's black magic for me, but whatever. Damn you, Damien! The world we live in. Anyway, bye. El nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich de McDonald's es... Crujiente, tiernito, jugoso. Es pollo en la McDonald's, un mordisco y... Wow. Es el nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Para, pa, pa, pa. En McDonald's Participantes.